In today's episode of the Keep Command podcast, we're going to be exploring the new hardware, software, and controller details that Sony revealed regarding the PlayStation 5. Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. And this is the podcast where you can chill with me and Nick as we talk about the news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. The Cube Command Podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Listen to the Cube Command Podcast and other great shows by visiting www.techpodcast.com. Nick. Yeah. We are in the ninth generation. Ninth? Yes. Okay. With the introduction of the Switch, we have entered the ninth generation of consoles. Ooh. You know what that means? We're getting old. Well, okay. You gotta <laughs> make it that real. But, you know, while we're at it, yes, we are. And second, we're gonna be getting more consoles. That's mainly what I was going for. Yay. I, I thought that's less depressing, you know? It's not like my wallet doesn't hate me already. Honestly. Yeah. Well... <laughs> That's another point. You did yours, the bag of sunshine today, aren't you? Aren't I? Dang. All right. Well, if 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 everyone hasn't clicked away from the podcast yet, uh, there's some news coming out about the recent consoles or the new consoles, and we ain't just talking about the Xbox One Two, one sequel. The uh, what the One Two? <laughs> the One Two. The Xbox One. I don't know. Again. I don't know. Uh, whatever the Xbox is going to be. 720. <laughs> yeah, that died with the Xbox yeah. One, okay? Yeah. <laughs> there was a chance, and they didn't take it. So, no Xbox 1080, okay? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> uh, no, we're actually, actually, we're going to change gears and um, talk about some PlayStation stuff, because I don't think it's any secret that PlayStation has had quite the presence this generation with the PlayStation 4, you know, with... Uh, just how many they're selling, all the recent versions, like the Slim and the Pro, the PSVR, all the bundles. Not to mention the great exclusives like Spider-Man and God of War just completely demolishing the market. Oh, the lucky release. you. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nice. Having a PlayStation 4 these past couple of years has been pretty sweet, let me tell you. Me just sitting over here with the Xbox One. <laughs> Already thinking about getting rid of it? Yeah. Dang. I'm actually switching over, guys. I'm joining the dark side, apparently. Well, the dark side is about to get another player with the PlayStation 5, which apparently, according to Sony, is coming holiday 2020. Um, it's and not it, too much longer. No, well, well. The, the, theoretically, like, it was like, we're, like we're pretty much already in the holidays right now. We're about to get into next year already. Oh, definitely. Close enough. A- after Halloween, we're, we're in the home stretch for the holidays. Yep. That's it. But we still got another year. Yeah. Um, and Sony's still got another year to hype up their console. Which for some reason they didn't announce in the state of play. You find that weird? State of play about a month ago. Mm, I don't know. Sony's weird when they announce stuff. They really are. Cause like, it's like they like <laughs> to keep it. I don't know. They don't throw it out there too much. They're like, oh, here's a little tease. We're not gonna talk about it for like a few more months again. It makes me so angry. Like I'm fine with teasers, but like when you officially reveal something, I want to see information on it to to get a better understanding of what I'm looking at. It, it was so weird because the state of play is supposed to be like they're not Nintendo Direct, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they had stuff like, uh, I forgot. I don't even know remember what it was they revealed because it was just so, besides Final Fantasy, it was so forgettable. And like Last of Us. 
didn't reveal anything that noteworthy that we didn't already know. And then, like, a week later, they tweet out, oh, yeah, uh, the PlayStation 5 is coming out holiday 2020. You'd be like, what? You guys didn't even <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, like, what is wait this? A second. Isn't that supposed to be your big thing? Is like the console. And oh my god, everything blew up. Everyone like started <laughs> looking at this fan made version, freaking router looking, VCR it looking, look, it look like a <laughs> Blu-ray looking. It looks okay. Well, actually, we don't know if it's official or not. They haven't said anything. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't know if they ever actually came out and confirmed or denied it. I hope it doesn't look like that though. Mm. I really don't. <laughs> I. It, it just looks like one of those like cable boxes. It does. That's what it, it looks, it looks like. It I'm just like, like I don't want that in my room. Actually, it looks like a, it looks like a cross between like, a toaster, and like, like a humidifier or something. I don't oh gosh. <laughs> it. Anyway, you you can probably find the image we're talking about on the internet if you just search PlayStation Five, because it, it it was like I think it's supposed to be like a dev unit or something. I don't know. I don't think it's official, mm-hmm. but from what it looks like. Um, I think it's like supposed to be super cooling because like the the big thing they're boasting about the PS5 is that it's a really powerful console and it's going to have a lot of cooling hardware to balance it out so it can pump out these amazing graphics. And so if that was the official design, I'd believe it. If that's case, it's better. If it's going to be rivaling like PC, mm-hmm. then yeah, expecting it for it to be like that or at least look good. Consoles should not try to be PC because they can't can't beat PC at its own game. You mm. got to do something different. That's the thing. That's what this. Why that's why the Switch excels. You know, it, it, it's its own thing. Honestly, uh, there's still plenty of stuff to talk about with the PlayStation Five because Sony, um, they had uh, the representatives for Sony actually did an interview with GameSpot, and they dropped quite a bit of information about it. First of all, that it's going to have PS4 backwards compatibility. Nice. So, if you didn't pick up a PS4, you're good. Just pick up a PS5 and you got a whole entire catalog of hundreds of games oh, waiting for you. Yeah, I get I know. to play Spider Man again, but most likely they'll start like once yeah. they re remaster it. Uh, I I I'm, I'd say look out for an ultimate edition with all the DLC. But yeah, like stuff like God of War, uh, Uncharted collections, all that awesome stuff is is going to be at your fingertips right at release of PS5. Um, not only that, but it's going to support the VR. Uh, PlayStation VR, and it's going to support the streaming service, which is PS Now. Huh. Um, that's all great stuff to have at launch. Like, PS4 did not have this stuff at launch, and it gradually got better. If you're releasing a console with this stuff on release day, that is going to be phenomenal. Like, well, of course it's stuff you had before that, but, like, you're going to be able to play, like, play them at upscale graphics, you know? Right. Since this will undoubtedly be better... Um, hardware-wise than the PS4 Pro. They also said that they have hopes for cross-platform. I, I want to make sure I'm quoting that right. It was... I don't remember, because I made these notes about a week ago. Um, there are hopes for cross-platform, be it in the developer side or on the player side. I think we all just want PlayStation 5 to be cross-compatible. Honestly, we already got a glimpse of it already for um, the titles for Call of Duty. Oh, Apparently, yeah. that's going smoothly. Is what really? I was looking at, yeah, when I was watching gameplays, like, yeah, I mean, everything looked just fine. Especially people who are streaming it, nothing, you know, out of the ordinary. It oh, looks great. like everyone's just connected to the same same thing. Honestly, that's re- even more why I want it now. It's about time, too. You know, beating up some PlayStation players. <laughs> like, imagine No hate. That. I'm like, 
Man, that, that was one of the things. Cause like you're an Xbox guy, I'm a PlayStation guy. It sucked because we couldn't like, right? We couldn't play online with each other, and it's like they're finally doing it. That's awesome. It's a little late, but it's still cool yeah. that they're doing it. Plus, since like Xbox is getting all friendly with Nintendo, hopefully we'll be able to see cross-platform with all the companies. Maybe? Hopefully, that's that's my dream because that, like that would be amazing. One big title where everybody Call will of be on the same Switch. one. <laughs> oh, no, no, no! Don't uh, do that, it. That would look horrible. Freaking using the Labo. Ooh. Hey, I'd do that for a video. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a little cardboard like Master Chief oh, helmet gosh. on. Gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so cross-platform, hopefully. Um, another thing that they kind of brought up that I wasn't expecting was um, they suggested that cross-generational play would be available. Huh. Like uh, PlayStation 4 playing alongside play, uh, PlayStation 5 players. So being able to... I, I'm pretty sure... You're, you're no stranger to this because you play on Xbox, but like um, having people who are on PlayStation 4 able to play online games. Like say you wanted to play just a playstation like you want to play uncharted you mm-hmm. want to play the the multiplayer uh mode on uncharted right you have a playstation 5 your buddy has a playstation 4 you would still be able to play oh, okay. each other that's yeah. what you're saying yeah that's neat um we need more of that to support these things um they they kind of went into the hardware as well um next to like networks features they said that it would support 4k okay which is nice because the PS4 Pro was supposed to be the quote-unquote 4K console, but it didn't end up doing that, you know? Expect it. It's like pseudo 4K. <laughs> um, this one is going to be a full 4K console with an SSD drive. So what this is is a solid-state drive instead of a hard drive. It means it's faster, it can process things faster, and it's okay. more powerful than a hard drive. Um, well, then the hard drive in the PlayStation 4. All right, so I'll be able to render a lot of the graphics quickly. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Okay. Oh, yeah. Faster gaming, faster graphics. And they also said uh, that don't worry, they're going to support physical games. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So they didn't distinguish, you know, hard copies yet. This is no uh, Google Stadia. Good. All right. <laughs> Thank goodness. That 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 scares me. When people say, oh, streaming is the future of gaming. No, that's terrifying. That, that really is. That, honestly, you're gonna be spending a lot, a lot just for that. You're gonna be buying a lot of SD cards. I mean, imagine internet goes down for a little bit. You still have electricity. You can't play games because you don't have them. They have your games. Just think about that. They have your games. They're not your games. You know, it's theirs. It's theirs. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. I I don't think I'll be able to handle it if everything just went straight to just you know soft copies of hard copies. It's just like what is this? Because there would be a disconnect. Yeah, it'd be a disconnect between the consumer and the product. When there's a product, I want to be able to hold that thing in my hand and say, "I bought this." Not look at it in the screen and say, "This could be taken away from me at any moment." Yeah, and I would be powerless against it. Because you like you you honestly don't mind the hard copies you actually like put them as a collection for you i prefer hard copies yeah, yeah. um yeah i like your gesturing towards i have the the shelf i like to display my games and stuff like yeah you go to someone she's like oh you got this game awesome you just you know just go through just looking at all of them like that it's how you trade games it's, too. it's the little things that that count it's the little things yeah gaming as a culture part of the game part of the culture of gaming is like collecting 
hard copies of games. Like you look back at the cartridges. I don't have a I don't have a Super Nintendo. I don't have an NES. Yeah. But I still like to collect the cartridges because it's a cool piece of history. Heck, even the guidebook. Do we really read the guidebook? No, but do we like the artwork? That's on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be uh, honest here. We don't read a guidebook. No. <laughs> but we, we all expect one to be in there. <laughs> because it's cool. <laughs> Honestly. It's like you actually put effort into it. Like Sonic Mania. They re-released that game physically and I went out and bought it a second time. Mm-hmm. Because they had the little art book and the reversible cover that makes it a Genesis he, game cover. he bought it just for he has it for his PlayStation, not his first <laughs> Switch. <laughs> yeah, that game is amazing. Um, yeah, I, I'm so glad they're sticking with physical stuff. So that's about it for the console. Um, they did mm-hmm. mention, oh yeah, it's going to be energy efficient. So that was oh. in my notes. I forgot to mention that. All right. Um, that's neat. That's a nice touch then. All right. Yeah. So the other half of this discussion um, is the controller. Because when you think of a console... One of the most important things and something that a lot of people tend to gloss over a little bit is how the controller makes the jump to the next generation, you know? Mm -hmm. And it looks like the DualShock is going to be no stranger to changes this time around because they haven't even called it the DualShock yet. There's no Uh name for it. It's not called the DualShock 5 yet. Chances are it probably will be, but... Well, if it's not... (laughs) If it's not, then I'm going (laughs) to scream and rethink everything. Because uh, this controller is supposed to be... Uh, I guess revolutionary. That's kind of like, like, oh, this controller has so many new options. Apparently, the first one they brought up was haptic feedback, replacing rumble. And I guess that's what's that? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. We'll they learn more in the future then about that. <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh, my best guess is probably just going to be like the HD rumble of the the switch, where like you can feel the rumble on different parts the controller depending on where you are in relation to your character i never liked the rumble i'll be honest really i never like rumble like in anything Mm-mm. even really? in first persons i don't like it not even on the gamecube i actually don't know i don't remember any rumble i guess it means he didn't really affect you at all apparently not um well how come i don't know it's like sometimes whenever um well when i'm playing like player versus player games I feel like it usually kind of distracts me a little bit, like the amount of like stuff going on in the background, because it'll still affect the control, even if it's not your character doing it. So sometimes it'll make me think like, "Oh, I'm 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 firing," but it wasn't me; it was someone else. I'm Uh-oh. getting shot at, so it throws me off. I'm like, "Oh, well, I I didn't pull the trigger yet, unfortunately, or something." You're saying it's uh, disorienting. A little bit, yeah. So I always I always turn it off. I can see that. I'll be honest, I'm in the same boat as you for fighting games. I can't deal with that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have to have, like, frame-perfect inputs. But for stuff, I the I, I tolerate it in adventure games and single-player games. Like, Uncharted or Mario Odyssey, I like Rumble because it, like, I feel like I'm actually, like, feeling what the character feels, you know? Okay. Um, but, yeah, for stuff like that's competitive stuff, I, I can't do Rumble. I guess something that you would appreciate more for the DualShock 5 is what they call adaptive triggers. That was the second one they, they brought up. Okay. Um, I think I explained this to you before. It was um, games can tell the controller how sensitive they want the trigger to feel. Oh, yeah. You told me that. that it kind of reminded me of the Elite controller. Does it do for, that? In a sense, yeah. But instead of it doing that, you get to pick the settings for it on the Elite controller. Like, there'll be little little slots at the bottom of the controller it lets you to either be able to pull the triggers like all the way down or halfway 
Oh. And then there's paddles at the bottom too, depending on how you want to load out the button. So you don't always have to leave your thumb from the uh, right analog stick to move over to buttons. Your bottom fingers will be, be able to click those instead. So like you go in the software or is it you just change something and flip a switch on the controller? Uh, yeah, you go into software oh. and the settings on on your console. You can do it that way too. Oh, dang. I didn't know that. Is it so like- that one kind of reminds me of, but it, since it does automatically, you don't really have to do it too often, but it'll do it for you. But if that's the case, I'm sure there's going to be settings for you to change it, like how sensitive it'll do it for or other things. So, oh, I mean, that's definitely something to look at more. I think it's interesting because, like, I don't think anyone, no company has really given, like, game developers that much power over how the controller itself physically feels, you know? Right. Because, <laughs> um, like, the game itself will automatically change it to how, I guess, the settings are in that respective game. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm down for that. As long as, like, we can go in the settings ourselves and customize it, I'm cool with that. Oh, definitely. I know for, like, competitively, that will be crucial. Yeah, you're going to get used to it. Well, honestly, I don't know if you can because it will just do it automatically depending on what you're doing. Yeah, that's... Well, that's why we mentioned before being able to change in the menus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. giving, Giving people freedom... Giving developers freedom, but also giving the players freedom is crucial to making this 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 feature work. If they give too much influence on developers to change it and don't give enough for the players to customize it to how they want, that's probably going to backfire. Yeah. But again, I can also kind of see it as the game developers changing it to how they they want their game to be experienced, you know? Um, it's definitely going to be a workout for your hands, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it's like, oh my god, I feel like your hands are gonna hurt after a while. Yeah, how much you're gonna struggle? Honestly, it's gonna cause like strain. Actually, yeah, that probably will cause a, quite a bit of strain on your hands. That's that also kind of uh, makes me think: Are they gonna change the layout of the controller? Because I'm kind of used to the DualShock layout. I don't know if I can play a PlayStation. Well, okay, I can't play a PlayStation game without the DualShock layout. But like, it's gonna feel so weird. You know, I'm hoping that it'll be similar to the actual DualShock because I mean, the only time I actually get to play the PlayStation 4 is when I'm over here with Tommy. We would pretty much play that every now and then, but I mean, I'm still used to the PS2. I play that still every now and then because that, that's always fun. I can't, you can't really put that down, but honestly, over the generations, this has been quite a change between Sony's controllers. You're right, they did change a lot. The PS3 to PS4 jump is probably the biggest jump. Because not only did they change the sticks, but they, they changed, they put that weird, like, like touchpad button on the center that, like, has a little yeah. light on it. Um, that I, I actually don't have a problem with that, believe it or not. Like, it's, it's fine to me, because, like, it just serves as a bigger, like, map button in, like, open world games and stuff. And, like, the touchscreen actually works okay for, like, the, the keyboard when you're typing stuff into the PlayStation Store or whatever. Um... I just, I have a feeling they're probably going to replace it because no one really cared about it all that much and developers didn't really utilize it. So they're probably just like, okay, whatever, we'll find something else that works. That's just my guess. Um, but yeah, I'm really uh, apprehensive to see how this, the the new controller looks because it's not called the DualShock 5. So hmm, we'll see. I do like all the stuff that they mentioned about the P- PS5 though. I'm really hopeful because... Man, it's going to be, it's looking to be a pretty good console, I'll say. Um, but we won't know for sure until uh, 
a little bit before holiday 2020 when they showed it. So, um, I guess that's all the news we have for you this week. Um, you can listen to us on, uh, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, um, or any great podcast app, really. You can also watch us stream and play games on our YouTube channel, Cube Command, or our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash command. And once again, the Cube Command podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find the Cube Command podcast and other great tech podcasts by visiting www.techpodcast.com. And don't forget that if you use the code CubeCommand, that's C-U-B-E-C-O-M-M-A-N-D, all lowercase, on Blueberry.com, you can go ahead and get yourself one month of free hosting or statistics. Alright, my name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. I want to thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Nick, have you ever heard of Blueberry? Blueberry, what's that? Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads. Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me. Yeah, well, wait a second. How'd you know that? I, I didn't say that. I don't know. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Use our promo code CubeCommand to get your first month of hosting free. Thank you for listening.